0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: Mark Hamrick joins us live at 510. Two developing Washington Commander stories. First, the Snyders may be putting the team up for sale. And... An arrest and
2: two others are wanted in the shooting of Washington Commander Brian Robinson. I'm Dick Iuliano.
1: Game 4 of the World Series tonight. 5 o'clock is CBS News on the hour presented by Indeed.com.
0: I'm Monica Rickson, New York. Stocks tumbled today on Wall Street. The Dow lost more than 500 points following the Fed's latest interest rate hike. It increased another three quarters of a percentage point for the fourth time this year. Fed chair Jerome Powell.
3: We're taking forceful steps to moderate demand so that it comes into better alignment with supply. Our overarching focus is using our tools to bring inflation back down to our 2 percent goal.
0: CBS's Jill Schlesinger says investors should ride this out. There's likely to
4: be gyrations in both the stock and bond markets. The best practice is to drown out that noise. Keep yourself focused on the long term and really try to stick to your game plan.
0: Another reduced hike is expected next month. Later tonight, the president will push for more Democrats to hit the polls.
2: President Biden is set to speak directly to voters this evening during a political rally in Washington, D.C.
0: The president will continue to speak about the challenges facing our democracy. And his enduring belief that America will persevere.
2: The address near Capitol Hill comes as midterm elections enter the final stretch.
0: Meantime, Twitter says it will not reinstate banned accounts in time for midterms, including users like former President Trump and Kanye West. CNET's Ian Schur.
1: This is another example where Elon Musk appears to be understanding at least a little bit the influence that Twitter can have and the impact of restoring these harassing or hateful accounts could have on the platform.
0: Parkland shooter Nicholas Cruz has formally been sentenced to life in prison without parole.
5: The court imposes a life sentence with a 20-year minimum mandatory sentence under Florida's 1020 life statute.
0: That sentence follows days of testimony from families of victims and survivors of the shooting who called him a monster. North Korea fired more than 20 missiles today towards South Korea just days after the South and U.S. conducted a massive joint military drill. Political writer Gordon Chang.
6: When North Korea acts provocatively, they want something, and at this particular time, they want assistance from the international community and they want the end of sanctions.
0: For the first time ever, surgeons have successfully transplanted a heart after it stopped beating. They use technology to keep it pumping outside of the body. Dr. Duck Pham.
5: This technology can potentially increase the number of transplants in the United States by 20 to 30 percent.
0: He's with Northwestern Medicine in Illinois. Heart transplants are typically only done when a patient's declared brain dead. This is CBS News.
3: You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews, all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit.
1: 503 on WTOP on this November 2nd, 2022. Cloudy skies, but still pretty mild. We're sitting at 67 in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson.
4: I'm Hillary Howard. Our top local stories start with the Washington Commanders. There's an arrest today in the shooting of a rookie running back over the summer, and we've got details on that straight ahead. But first... Commander's owner Dan and Tanya Snyder have made a move that could potentially mean they are selling the team. WTOP Sports reporter Dave Preston with the details.
7: Responding to an article on Forbes.com, Washington Commander's co-owners Dan and Tanya Snyder released a statement announcing that they have hired Bank of America Securities. To consider potential transactions, which could range from adding minority shareholders to selling the franchise worth $5.6 billion. Snyder purchased a majority stake in the team from the estate of Jack Kent Cook in 1999. He says in the statement he remains committed to the team. Dave Preston, WTOP News. Well,
1: now to the other major commander's story. D.C. police have now arrested a teenager for the August shooting of rookie running back Brian Robinson Jr. As WTOP's Dick Giuliano tells us, Police are now looking for two other suspects.
2: DC Police Chief Robert Conti says a 17 year old boy has been taken into custody in Northeast. This is yet another case of a juvenile with an illegal gun. Chief Conti says community tips led to the arrest and he wants more help from the community. There are still two other people that were involved in this case that need to be brought to justice. The chief spoke out about several recent cases of shootings by kids, urging greater accountability for the shooters and imploring families to do their part to stem the gun violence. And we continue to see this over and over and over again across our city. On 8th Street Northeast, Dick Giuliano, WTOP News.
4: In other news, Metro is only about 13 days away from opening its Silver Line extension all the way to Ashburn, including an all-important stop at Dulles. WTOP's John Doman took a ride on the new extension today and was struck by all the commuting opportunities opening up.
6: As we came down the escalator to the platform of the Ashburn station here at the future end of the line, Metro GM Randy Clark made sure to greet the managers also prepping for the opening. Wanted to say hi. How are you doing? Excited? Silver line coming? Yes. Yes. Step back. Doors closing. Soon, we were on a 7,000 series train headed to the airport just a few minutes away. But while getting to the airport from downtown in an hour may be the main draw here. Someone out in this corridor that wants to go to a Nats game. Is equally as important as someone commuting in the morning. All the growth around here will demand it. That's robust. And I think all these different travel patterns are gonna emerge post pandemic, and we are gonna be a stronger region with this connectivity. On the Silver Line in Ashburn. Train to party.
1: John Doman, WTOP News. Well, walkers, runners, cyclists, they'll love this one. The National Park Service has decided to keep the upper portion of Beach Drive closed to cars, trucks, and motorcycles year-round. Now the Park Service looked at three different options going back to how Beach Drive was before the pandemic, a year-round closure or a seasonal closure. They picked year-round. In a statement, NPS says it recognizes the closure of this section of Beach Drive has allowed outdoor recreation in the park to flourish, and it's provided enormous mental and physical health benefits to park since it was first closed back in April of 2020.
4: Keep it here on WTOP because after traffic and weather, steep losses for Wall Street after the Fed's latest interest rate hike. We're going to get into the economy with Bank Rates <laughs> Washington Bureau Chief Mark Hamrick in minutes. It is 5.07.
5: Here's Dr. Bill Kassler.
4: The chief medical officer for Palantir on the discussion advancing data analytics and health lessons learned from the pandemic sponsored by Palantir.
3: We think technology is really an, an enabler, integrating data from very different sources so that federal agencies and their stakeholders can combine that data and can get the full 360 degree picture.
4: Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Palantir. With the threats to our nation evolving and growing in complexity, the right technology is essential to the decision-making process. For over a decade, Palantir has proudly partnered with the U.S. government and the private sector to help solve the world's hardest problems. From pandemic response to military mission planning to supply chain challenges and beyond, decision-makers need solutions that meet their needs now, and Palantir provides the foundational software of tomorrow delivered today. To get started, visit at Palantir.com. Everyone deserves to be connected. That's why Cox has high-speed internet to fit any budget. Stream, chat, and connect at an incredible price. You're probably thinking, wait, what? But yeah, it's true. Learn more at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable, one for household. Application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Other restrictions
0: apply.
1: It's five zero eight. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get one hundred dollars off a train cleaning today traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center.
3: Beltway, Alexandria. Outer loop slow in the local lanes. One broken down near Route 1 with the tow truck but blocking the center of the local lanes just short of the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. No tie-ups but slowdowns on the outer loop heading for the American Legion Bridge into Montgomery County. Southbound George Washington Parkway beyond Turkey Run past the CIA. Exit the work zone is allowing only one lane of traffic southbound toward 123. 66 westbound, heavy beltway past 123. Brief delays in Centerville on 66, but long delays on Route 28. Southbound through Centerville down to a rush hour work zone at Compton Road. Only one lane to the left getting by. Better be important. 95 southbound near Dale City. Broken down truck clear. Normal slowing through Woodbridge. Montgomery County, 270 northbound. Now in heavy and slow traffic, riding out of Gaithersburg toward the Germantown exits. Before Middlebrook Road, it was the middle of 270 blocked by a two-car crash. By now, police should be with it. Northbound 270 under their direction to get by. 50 wide open to the Bay Bridge in the district. The work zone on DC 295 at Pennsylvania Avenue clear. Traffic remains slow both ways, but with lanes open. Southbound South Capitol Street very slow toward Audi Field and the Douglas Bridge with only one left lane getting by the work zone. Southbound on South Capitol Street heading for the Anacostia River. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic.
5: All right. To the forecast. Hello, Amelia Draper. Plenty of clouds out there on this Wednesday evening with temperatures in the 60s throughout the evening hours. Overnight lows in the upper 40s to mid 50s with a chance for a shower or two impacting the area. Throughout the day tomorrow, we'll have increasing sunshine and comfortable once again with highs in the upper 60s to around 70. Partly sunny on Friday with highs in the low to mid 70s. Plenty of clouds on Saturday with temperatures in the upper 70s. There's now the chance for some rain on Sunday. Temperatures still. In the 70s, I'm Storm Team Four meteorologist Emilia Draper.
1: Temperatures still hanging in the mid to upper 60s. 66 Fort Belvoir, 66 in Silver Spring. We've got 67 in Northwest DC. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15 percent on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to LongFence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate.
4: It's 5:11. Stocks tumbled this afternoon when the Federal Reserve Chair said inflation was still too high. Today's interest rate hike was three quarters of a percent, and Jerome Powell indicates the central bank will be hiking rates again in the near future. NASDAQ didn't like it, fell almost three and a half percent. S&P dropped two and a half percent, and the Dow was down one and a half.
1: Well, joining us live on Skype, Bankrate Senior Economic Analyst and Washington Bureau Chief Mark Hammer. Good to have you back, Mark. Thank you so much. Hello, Sean and Hillary. Hi. Uh, kind of a punishing day. Let's take a breath. And give us a read on this.
7: It's quite uh, stunning as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I've been going to these news conferences since they began in 2011, Uh, and uh, Chairman Powell was, of course, trying to deliver home the message that the fight against inflation is paramount, Uh, and they did signal during the meeting that uh, the Fed could be prepared to slow The magnitude of rate increases as soon as the next meeting, which is before Christmas, uh, but he didn't want to necessarily promise that. Uh, And uh, he also then answered a question from Chris Rugaber of Associated Press who does a great job covering the Fed, uh, where Chris said, you know, the stock market is rallying. Essentially, uh, how do you feel about that? And the chairman said it's premature to talk about a pause in interest rates. And that is really what (laughs) caused this uh, real uh, reversal in stock prices. And I think, you know, it's a delicate balance that he and his colleagues are trying to walk in the sense of they can't appear to be behind in the inflation fight, but they also don't want to be at war with financial markets.
4: Well, that's a tough one to come out on top of. Mark. I mean, people are really concerned about a recession, of course, and um, that's why people are hoping, including, I suppose, the Fed share, that eventually interest rates can come down.
7: Eventually, but I think we're a long way away from that because, as he said today, uh, inflation has been more persistent than even he expected, and he's really talking about this year, and even said that we're continuing to see inflation in services, having seen a shift in spending from goods to services. So uh, one question that really was the the wrapper of the news conference was along the lines of, do you see a path toward avoiding a hard landing, which is uh, diplomatic speak for a recession? And he basically said, "Have said, very uh, bluntly that he thinks that path is becoming more and more narrow, that that window is closing. But I would hasten to add, and we've probably said this before, that the next recession need not be nearly as severe as the previous two, which were pretty darn severe. But he's basically trying to prepare people for the likelihood that the job market will worsen
1: uh, and that we could have some rough sledding in 2023. Uh, discussion to be continued. Thank you, Mark. Thanks. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm. That's Mark Hamrick, Senior Economic Analyst for Bankrate.com.
4: Well, if you haven't heard really big news on the commanders, a possible sale. Rob Woodfork will fill in the details next. 514.
0: Hi, I'm Oprah Winfrey, and I want to tell you about Wes Moore, who's running to be the next governor of Maryland. When Wes was just three years old, his father died leaving him and his sisters to be raised by his mom, a Jamaican immigrant. It was tough, but Wes overcame the odds to become the first Black Rhodes Scholar from Johns Hopkins University. He then led soldiers in combat as a captain in the US Army, and he became the CEO of one of the nation's largest anti-poverty organizations. I'm supporting Wes because he is a transformational leader with the character, integrity, and backbone to tackle challenges with a sense of urgency. He is a coalition builder who has bold ideas to improve education, keep neighborhoods safe, and close the racial wealth gap. And he will leave no one behind. I hope you will vote for Wes Moore for governor.
4: By authority Moore Miller for Maryland Slate, Mary Tidings Treasurer.
0: We can't see tomorrow, but we can hear it. Tomorrow sounds like hydrogen being added to natural gas to make it more sustainable. It sounds like solar panels generating thousands of megawatts. And it sounds like carbon being captured and stored, keeping it out of our atmosphere. We've been bridging to a sustainable energy future for more than 20 years. Because what we do today helps ensure tomorrow is on. Enbridge. Life takes energy. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think
1: red. 515, Rob Woodfork here with the big news concerning the commanders. Yeah, it's a beautiful day, Sean. (laughs) It's a beautiful
8: day. We told
4: told George earlier on Channel 4 we were watching people dancing when they heard that.
8: I mean, it's not like I haven't written like 15 columns about this, but the Washington commanders might just be for sale. Dan and Tanya Snyder exploring potential transactions involving the team, which could range anywhere from looking for minority investors to an outright sale of the franchise they've owned since 1999. And Adam Schefter said on ESPN today, They're not going to have a hard time coming up with somebody to buy that franchise. And frankly, in an environment like this, the NFL would help
1: facilitate it and want it to happen because of everything that's gone on with that franchise in
8: recent seasons. Anyone who bleeds burgundy and gold is thrilled by this news, but those who wear the colors on the field in Ashburn, like Curtis Samuel, aren't keen on talking about it. I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't pay attention to it. I, I don't think we in his locker room pay attention mm-hmm. to it. You know, our job is to, to win games, and I feel like we're doing a great job at that, and so that's what we excited Chase Young had a brace on his surgically repaired right knee, but he was finally on the practice field for the first time in nearly a year, starting the 21-day clock on his return from the physically unable to perform list. The Wizards and 76ers move their tip off to the top of the hour, actually, to accommodate World Series Game 4 in Philadelphia tonight, a game in which Aaron Nola takes the 8.03 first pitch opposite Christian Javier as Houston looks to even this series up at two games apiece. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, Rob, thanks top stories we're following for
1: you right now on WTOP. As you just heard Rob mention Dan and Tanya Snyder are considering possible transactions that could lead to the possible sale to the Washington Commanders. We'll have more all through the afternoon.
4: Meantime, a 17-year-old is under arrest in the August shooting of Commander's rookie Brian Robinsons Jr. He was attacked near Ben's Chili Bowl on H Street Northeast. He's now back on the football field.
1: The Federal Reserve has raised its short-term borrowing rate by another three-quarters of a percent. It's now at the highest level since January of 2008. Stocks were rattled when the Fed chair indicated more rate hikes are coming.
4: Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes.
9: And coming up in Money News. The Dow finished the day down 505 points. Local pizza lands at Reagan National. I'm Jeff Glabel.
4: 518 graphic and weather on the Aides. Dave Dildine's monitoring that traffic.
3: It's not pretty in Centerville. Southbound on Virginia Route 28 from Westfields Boulevard past 6629 and New Braddock Road down to Compton's Corner with only one left lane open at the rush hour work zone at last report for drivers heading southbound toward Manassas Park and Manassas. 66 uneventfully slow westbound from the Beltway past 123 as rush hour wears on. Lane's open. George Washington Parkway southbound slow past the CIA employee only exit into a work zone with only one lane getting by the cones. Beltway in Virginia Outer Loop local lanes near Route One Alexandria. The broken down vehicle towed. All local lanes open. All lanes local and through remain slow through Alexandria toward the Wilson Bridge. Ninety-five in Maryland and Virginia rush hour delays, but not so bad. Beltway to Beltway in Maryland, Baltimore Washington Parkway. It's a pretty tame rush hour, but on two seventy. Disappointing delays from Gaithersburg into Germantown. The crash that happened near Middlebrook Road remains It initially happened in the center of the highway. uh, And uh, the response blocked an additional lane. Traffic is very slow to get past it on 270 northbound. No disruptions on Route 50, though, between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge. District, southbound South Capitol Street toward the Douglas Bridge, slow and single file around the Oval across from Audi Field. And yes, this is, once again, a rush hour work zone. The Lido Pizza square, though, because Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Lido Pizza has been a local favorite since 1955. Order online at LidoPizza.com. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 is Amelia Draper still looking good out there.
5: It is looking good out there, Sean. Now, the clouds that we're noticing with the storm system that continues to move in from our south and west, trying to spit some showers toward areas like Luray. And there could maybe be an isolated shower or two out there tonight. But most of us look to stay dry with cloudy skies remaining. We'll have lows in the upper 40s to mid-50s. Clouds give way to sunshine tomorrow morning. A nice afternoon, upper 60s to around 70. Low to mid-70s on Friday. Upper 70s on Saturday with plenty of clouds. And there is the chance for some rain out there on Sunday with highs in the 70s. Currently 66 degrees in Alexandria. 66 in Clarksburg as well. And Middleburg coming in at 64. Thanks, Amelia. Brought to you
4: by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week.
1: Still ahead on WTOP, should Americans really be on TikTok? We'll tell you what an
6: FCC commissioner is saying. 520. United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital,
2: we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds. The technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making, only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. Anywhere fans go to cheer on their team, there are behind-the-scenes MVPs, ensuring everything is game-day ready. We see you, Joe, fixing seats so every fan can enjoy every game and Allie, who keeps her stadium running smoothly from the moment the first game starts to the last play of the season. At Granger, you're our MVPs, and we're always here for you. With supplies and solutions for every industry and 24-7 customer support. Call, click com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it
4: done.
9: You're listening to WTOP News.
4: It's 522.
1: That massive data center complex in the works for the Gainesville area is moving forward, but not without some strong pushback. The Prince William County Board of Supervisors voted in favor after a 14-hour public meeting that... Often turned heated. Motion passes five to two. The plan to convert twenty one hundred acres of rural land into a massive data center complex is controversial, leading to passionate opinions on both sides. Supervisor Kenny Bodie in favor.
2: It gives us a comprehensive roadmap to transform a stretch of land into a real economic engine.
1: Supervisor Janine Lawson opposes it.
7: That will wreak havoc on our national and local history. You know, God forbid I have a question.
1: Lawson lashed out at her colleagues.
7: Then she shouldn't have brought it up. To be clear. She, chose but to. she did, and I'm choosing to, to ask a question.
1: At one point, she even said they were treating her like a battered wife. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News.
4: New this afternoon, a stabbing at Mount Vernon High School in Fairfax County leaves one student hurt and another under arrest. It happened this afternoon in a school bathroom. Fairfax Police Chief Kevin Davis says luckily the 15-year-old student will recover.
2: Certainly if I'm a parent, a student, a teacher, an administrator, that, that certainly is something that is, uh, you know, that, that's a worst-case scenario. And thankfully he's, he's still alive and thankfully we have the person in, custody.
4: In a letter to families, Principal Javon Rogers says the other student involved left the school after the stabbing. Chief Davis says that student was later taken into custody.
1: Strong words about the security of TikTok or maybe the lack of security. An FCC commissioner says the U.S. government should ban the social media platform because of the security threat to your data. In an interview with Axios, Brendan Carr made clear that personal data is not safe on the platform and could wind up in the hands of China's Communist Party. TikTok is negotiating with the U.S. government about staying in business here if the app is sold. Car is not involved in those investigations.
8: <laughs> Exterior, like, for the interior, like, Pharrell the
4: Williams is dropping DC like it's hot. The singer, rapper, and record record producer is taking his Something in the Water Festival back to Virginia Beach next year. The festival's been in Virginia Beach since 2019, but Pharrell brought it to D.C. earlier this year, and festival goers in the district complained of overcrowding and unsafe conditions. I had a
7: call
0: the other day with Pharrell, who is the founder of Something in the Water, and he's decided to take it back to his hometown, uh, and he feels strongly that he needs to go back to his hometown
4: that's dc mayor muriel bowser she says there are plans to bring him back to the district in some capacity 2023 something in the water fest will be held april 28th through the 30th tickets go on sale saturday
1: wtop at 525 money news 25 and 55 to
9: jeff claybaugh another aggressive fed rate hike and by the close the dow was down 505 points, one and a half percent. The S&P 500 index closed down 96. That was two and a half percent. The Nasdaq down 366 points. That was a three and a third percent loss. The Fed's latest rate hike takes the benchmark rate to the highest since 2008. Another three quarters of a percent. The Fed funds rate is now 3.75 to 4 percent. Policymakers indicate hikes will continue to tame inflation. Payroll firm ADP says private employers added a net 239,000 jobs last month, most of those in hospitality and leisure. Local pizza at D.C.'s new concourse E, Timber Pizza, has opened an outpost there. Bon Appetit, named Timber Pizza Pizzeria of the Year in 2017. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News.
8: Money News sponsored by Transurban.
4: Prepare to be moved with the full opening of the 66 express lanes between Gainesville and I-495.